Hey friends, welcome to the Happy Healthy Mindful Podcast with me, Coach Jen. I'm a suicide attempt survivor, an anxiety conqueror, an Enneagram One that loves strong coffee, and I can even create a kick-ass charcuterie board. Life is crazy, right? But despite what gets thrown at us, we can handle anything. On this podcast, we'll talk about stress, organization, or the lack of it, how to roll with the punches and be okay with change, and most importantly, how to live the happy, healthy life that you deserve. Let's start the show. On today's episode, we're going to talk all things time management. Let's be real. Time is pretty crazy. It can go by in a flash. We can forget about things and get so busy that the important stuff kind of falls to the wayside. And we never seem to have enough. But I can promise you that if you find a way to organize and prioritize your time, you're going to end up having way more time than you probably thought you actually do. So before we dive into the tips I'm going to give you all about time management, let's go through some facts. Now, as I mentioned, we only have so much time. We all have 24 hours in a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. And we only have one trip around the sun, one go at this life that we're on this planet. And while you might believe in reincarnation, you're only going to remember this one life. And lastly, time is the only constant in life. It's the only thing that doesn't ever really change. You're always going to have 24 hours in a day, seven days a week, and 365 days a year. And like I said in the beginning of this, we all struggle with time management. Yes, even me, the guru who loves to plan her life. Because what I've noticed with our time and maybe some of this is pre-COVID, but we always feel the need to say yes to every invitation. I can remember one summer when my husband and I got invites to so many things. We had just about four to six things to do every single weekend. Two on Saturday, two on Sunday, and sometimes even more thrown in there. And we would say yes to everything. And part of the reason we did that is because we had a really good friend pass away and we never saw her as much as we wanted to because life got busy. So after she passed, we said yes to every single invite because we didn't want to miss anything. We said we would sleep when we're dead. And listen, that summer almost killed us. Another struggle that we have with time management is that a lot of us don't really know what our true priorities are. We put other people first and are always on the go because we feel the need to please other people. It's just a natural thing. So if you know this about yourself and you already feel like you kind of do things just to please other people, don't place judgment on yourself because you're not alone. 
And lastly, we don't really plan everything or anything. Now, me being the person that I am, I literally write down just about every single thing that happens in my day. The hours that it happens, the tasks that I want to do. But let's be real, like really real. You guys, I'm an oddball. I am not a typical person. Most people don't write down anything. And I write down just about everything. But the funny part is, I have a hard time journaling. It doesn't really make sense. But I don't know. There's just something about writing down my task list and my, my time, my events, my meetings that are going on throughout the day. And the other thing is, before COVID... A lot of us were always just rushing around from one thing to the next, always so busy, like we were filling our time with events and just special occasion parties and feeling like we had to be at everything. Now, during COVID, I heard Dave Hollis say, figure out what is worth rushing back to. Now, when I heard this, it made me think about my time management. It made me think about why are we always rushing around? Why are we always going from one event to the next, from one meeting to the next, and we never feel like we have enough time in the day? Well, it's because we don't know our priorities. We say yes to too much. We don't say yes to ourselves and no to others. And we don't have any sort of strategic look on the things that we do in life. So what I'm going to give you is four things to think about when you are trying to manage your time. When I was training in a job in corporate, the trainer said, use your time wisely. And that always stuck with me for some reason. Using your time wisely means you're using your time for what you want. And that's one of the big takeaways I want you to get out of this episode. So let's dive into those four things I want to give you. Number one, I want you to analyze your time. Now, what do I mean by that? I want you to actually take a look at how you're spending your time. What activities are you doing? What things are you saying yes to? What things are you doing that you might be able to delegate to someone else or just completely wipe off your plate? Now, how do you do this? Well, take a day. Take a typical day. And for most people, that's a weekday. And write down everything you do. From the time that you get up to the time you go to bed, literally write down everything. So it could look like wake up at 6 a.m., make coffee from 6.15 to 6.30, have breakfast from 6.30 to 7.30, have my weekly meeting with my boss from 7.30 to 9.30, work out from 9.30 to 10.30. You guys kind of get the picture. I literally want you to just have a notebook or use the app on your phone and write down every single thing you do. Now, I know I said just one day, but if you really want to get the best out of this exercise, 
do it for an entire week and include your weekends. And the reason I want you to think about doing it for that long is because you're really going to see a good picture of how you use your time. So first, analyze it. See how you're spending it. Second, once you get that list, you're going to be able to see what is time that you spent wisely and what is time that you may not have spent all that well. So you're going to start to see a picture of how you should prioritize your time. So first is analyze, second is prioritize. Out of the the things that you wrote down, determine which of those things you want to be doing, how you want to spend your time, and what you want to be doing with it. I mean, do you really want to be doing, you know, carpool drop-off for school every single day? Maybe one of those days you could use some time for yourself yoga or meditation? Or do you really want to be going grocery shopping every single week? Maybe not. Maybe that's something that you can delegate. So think about your goals as they relate to everything that you wrote down during the first part of this exercise. Make a determination for yourself of how you want to live your life. So number one, analyze. Number two, prioritize prioritize. (laughs) I don't know why that's such a hard word to say. (laughs) So number three, this still sticks kind of with number one. Decide how you want to spend your time. So yes, number two, you're going to prioritize. And when I say prioritize, you're going to determine what things only you can do. How you want to spend your time is where you segment into some categories. Things that move you forward, necessities, and don't forget about fun. So if you're just trying to work on yourself and be a better person, make sure to schedule some time for you, some self-care or some personal development reading. And those necessities, maybe it is cleaning your house or, um, you know, working with your clients if you have a one-on-one business or If it's a product-based business, you have time to actually work on those products so you can sell and generate income. And don't forget about the fun. For some reason, a lot of us, when we really start to focus on our time, it's just natural to forget about the fun. And I don't want you to do that. So in our house, what I do for fun is I take Sundays and don't do anything that is quote-unquote required of me on Sundays. Those are my days for fun. Those are my days for self-care, spending time with my dogs and my husband, and just honestly loving life. So number one, analyze your time. Figure out how you're spending it right now. Number two, prioritize your time. Look at that list that you wrote down and figure out what are the things that only you can do. Number three, decide how you want to spend your time. What categories What buckets is your time going to fall into? And lastly, number four is I want you to get a planner. Now, I might have mentioned this on previous episodes, but a planner is what is going to set you up for success. And I truly believe that. I have used one for what feels like ever at this point. 
and you can either do electronic or paper. It doesn't matter, but choose one that works for you and your lifestyle. And in that planner, I want you to write down your schedule as you see it and as things come up, you know, on your plate and as things come your way. I want you to write this down again, either paper or electronic, but so you can see what's on your plate for the day, the month, the year, six months. You can kind of see what's coming at you. When you see it for the day, you know what to expect. And if there's a sudden change, it's a little bit easier to roll with that change. It's a little bit easier to kind of shift things around when you already have an expectation of what's in front of you. So get the planner and write down what's going on for your day, your month, and the year. Now, if you do this, there's another step to this process. You want to review your time that you write down in that planner. So every month, do a review of how you spent your time for the previous month. What actions did you take? What meetings did you go to? What made you feel like you were moving forward and making progress? What helped you reach your goals or made you a little bit closer? And what was a total waste of time? You're going to do this every single month and do it the first or second day of the following month. So we're now in February. Right now is a perfect time to be reviewing January. You get the idea. You're going to do this so that way you can look back on the previous month and see what worked and what didn't. And you're going to do this every single month. Now, Every single month, this might be a lot for some people. So if a monthly review doesn't work, do it yearly. Think about looking at the year one month at a time, but sit down at the end of the year and do it all in one chunk, the whole review in one chunk. Now, breaking it down into monthly reviews is much easier, but... If you set yourself some time at the end of the year to review this all at once, you're going to get a much bigger picture of how you spent your time. Now, I just heard Rachel Hollis talk about this on her podcast and how she does it is review the entire year one month at a time and jot down the things that went well, the things that she never, ever wants to do again and the things that made her feel alive. Now, I love these three categories because you can tell when you have this big giant list in front of you, what made you feel like you're a total human being and had fun on this planet? What made you feel like you took baby steps and moved closer to your goals? And what are some of the things that you did (laughs) that totally were time suckers. My husband has a slogan, which I'm sure he wasn't the first person to say it, but he always says that meeting could have been summed up in an email. You're going to have meetings on your calendar that are just like that. Meetings that you don't ever want to waste that time again because everything could have been summed up in an email. So look at your planner. 
do the reviews either monthly or yearly, whatever works for you. But it all goes back to the beginning, analyzing your time. So again, those four things I want you to do. Analyze your time. See how you're spending it. Prioritize your time. See what are the things that only you can do. Decide how you want to spend your time. What categories or what buckets do you want your time to fall into? And lastly, get a planner because I promise you, it will absolutely save your life. So take these four tips, tweak them to make them work for you, but use these ideas as the basis for helping you with your time management. I've used these steps for quite a while now, and I've been able to learn what to say no to, what really needs to be on my plate, and what I really think I can delegate to somebody else. So good luck, and I promise you, if you go through this, you're going to find more time in your day. Okay, guys, that's it for today. If you took anything away from this episode, let me know what it is. Tell me what your biggest takeaway was by sharing a screenshot of this episode on socials. And don't forget to tag me in your post. You can find me at the Real Jen Mullen on Instagram, Real Jen Mullen on Twitter, and Just Live Mindfully on Facebook. Heck, if you know of a friend that needs to hear this episode, share it with them. And for more information, head on over to jenmullen.com. I want to thank you for sticking with me. Remember to hit that subscribe button so you always get the next episode as soon as it drops. Here's to living mindfully, friends. I'll talk to you next week.